Hey guys, welcome to Plum's uh, betting picks and fantasy picks. Uh, NASCAR season is ahead of us. Um, race is Sunday, Daytona 500. This is what we're going to do. We're going to look at the championship futures betting odds here um, for the 2022 season. Uh, we're not looking at Daytona today. Just is just season long live or uh, futures betting picks. But you think about it, man, these, there's really only about, I know 16 guys make the playoffs. There's really only like, I don't know, a dozen that have a legit shot to actually win the title of these drivers. I mean, obviously you're not going to look at really at like a Ross Chastain, Chris Buescher. These guys might win you a race, sneak into the last spot of the playoffs like Michael McDowell did last year by winning in uh, uh, Daytona week one last year, but he didn't do anything the rest of the entire season, and he was in the first four out. So, yeah, you can look at them, and you might want to throw a couple bucks at them just in case, but there's the, you want to save that money to throw a couple bucks on them in Daytona 500. We want to look at today, we want to look at, man, who can really run the gauntlet of the season take it to the playoffs and win the championship in a NASCAR season, okay? And when you think about it, there's other factors. Chase Elliott, for example, where NASCAR wants this guy to win a lot of races. NASCAR needs this guy to win a lot of races. Kyle Larson dominating last year. The story that was Kyle Larson coming back from the races comment to show, hey, look it. I'm the best driver in the world. I'm sorry what I did. Comes in, dominates, finally in a good car, in a good situation, and he just freaking rolls out, falls out, wins a championship, running away, right? We need to look at guys like that. We're not going to waste our time talking about the Bushers and Chastains of the world. We are going to focus strictly on who has a legit chance to make make a championship run. So I'm going to start at the bottom of the odds from where I think the, the, the let's see, the bottom guy is going to be a, a championship caliber driver. From there, we'll work our way up to the top where a favorite like Kyle Larson sits. And then we'll look at, okay, what odds versus what, what what would be a good bet here? What would be a good risk? What is not good value? What is bad? What is, what is good value in these in this betting market? What about new cars, new teams, new situations, possibly new crew chiefs? All that stuff is at play right now. We have no idea for a guy like Brad Keselowski, who last year, two years ago, I'd have in my cha- he was in a championship for two seasons ago. I believe he finished third. This year, he's in basically Ryan Newman's car. Ryan Newman. Who, hey, more power to Ryan Newman. I love Ryan Newman. Love everything Ryan Newman does. Happy he's still alive. But is Ryan Newman a championship driver Is anymore? No. Is that car? Ryan Newman's been in a championship viable car? Not even close. He didn't get a win driving for Roush in the six car, as far as I recall. He could have at Daytona if he didn't almost die. And then Chris Buescher, 
he hasn't gotten a win either. There hasn't been a win in Roush since Ricky Stenhouse won at Talladega like five years ago. So, again, let's take a look here. We're going to jump in. Um, i got to find the exact spot I want to start. There's a couple guys on the border that we can mention. Um, potential, call them breakouts. So, fire it up. So, wow, there's some weird numbers, yeah. Okay, first guy I'm going to start with. The first guy off my list is probably going to be Austin Dillon and Eric Almarola at plus 7,000, plus 9,000. Both guys can easily win a race this year. They could win Daytona on Sunday, and I would not be shocked. But I just don't see them as championship contenders. So where I'm going to start, and I know he's a rookie, but Austin Sendrick is in the car that can win a championship. He's not a championship caliber driver today. He will be shortly. He's a talented driver. He dominated Xfinity Series for two years. He is better than his former counterpart rival, Chase Briscoe, who I'm not even mentioning other than this moment in this podcast. But Austin Sindrick, it's plus 6,100, okay? You bet $1. If if somehow he pulls this off, you, you've cleaned up 61 bucks, whatever. I don't see it happening. He will win Rookie of the Year if you can find a Rookie of the Year bet. I would just throw every resource into Austin Dillon, or Austin Sendrick, I'm sorry, because he's going to dominate that uh, that category. With his Penske number 2 machine, he'll have the backing, he'll have the team, he'll have the teammates, he'll have everything needed, okay, to win that. But I wouldn't, I mean, one, throw $1 at it. Throw a dollar. What the hell, Right? Even on DraftKings Sportsbook, you can throw 10 cents. Throw 10, 10 cents at it. If you win, you win six bucks. What the hell? I don't think it happens, but give it a shot. Why not? Then the odds jump drastically. The next guy is, to me, should be higher on this list at plus 2,500. Okay, and that's Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick can win races that... Only one other driver can win the way they race, and that's Kyle Larson. Tyler Reddick and Kyle Larson race the same way. Against the wall, no fear. Tyler Reddick, after a full season under his belt in the Cup Series, is ready to take off. The only thing holding him back is his equipment at Richard Sildes Racing. He's a better driver than Austin Dillon. He's probably in the second-tier car that Austin Dillon's in, but he's still the more talented driver. Tyler Reddick in, say, a Hendrick Mobile, is a top five driver all day, every day. So give Tyler Reddick a little bit of a thought. I'd bet him more on races like Homestead, things like that. When you're gonna, but he he's in the conversation. He's gonna be a playoff driver. He's gonna win a race this year. If he gets hot in the playoffs, there ain't no telling what this kid can do. So don't sleep on Tyler Reddick. The next guy, Kurt Busch. I don't know why he's this high. I think it's name value. He's on a second car on a second-year team. He's in a new car, which is a second car of a second-year team. They're already switching to new equipment. He's not... Kurt Busch is only going here on name recognition. I wouldn't put a single penny, not even a penny, on Kurt Busch plus 2,100 to win the championship. There is no... He is here to help Bubba Wallace work through. He is here to help um, 2311... 
racing, get going as a as as a veteran. Teach them what they need to do. He is not here. He did not sign up for this car to win a championship. He signed up to try to win a race, maybe two. Okay, get into the playoffs and show these guys what it takes to win races on a consistent basis and what these drivers need and what Bubba needs as a real teammate, okay, for the first time and show Bubba what it takes to be a professional winning race car driver. He is not here to win a championship. Do not put a single penny on Kurt Busch to win the NASCAR championship, okay? Next guy on the list is Brad Keselowski. We talked about him at the beginning. Don't do it, okay? He's in the sixth car. This is at this at plus 1,900. It's treating him like he's in the number two Penske car for uh, the top, a top three team in all of NASCAR. He is in a second-rate, second-tier situation. He didn't even make the race for the clash, okay? Which is a different situation. Got to go on the West Coast, quarter-mile track, weird situation, first time in the car. I get it. I get it. But I would not put a single penny on anything Brad Keselowski-related until we see about 10 races. Let's see what this car has. Let's see what this team has. Let's see. It's a new team. It's a new... I just... I don't like it. I don't want anything to do with it. These odds are ridiculously way too high. Um, I, I'm not touching I'm not touching Brad Kozlowski. The next guy's interesting, Christopher Bell. He's won on a short track already in the Cup Series. I like Christopher Bell. Okay. Can he take that next step? He's, he was he was there. He was he was hinging on it. Okay. But can he take that next step to become a championship level driver? that Eric Jones didn't in the same car, okay? Eric Jones won those races. He won Darlington. He won Daytona. He just couldn't take... He made the playoffs. He just couldn't win those races, those intermediate tracks. He couldn't get it done on short tracks. Or And uh, he only was able to win the big ones, right? Like in Austin Dillon. Kent is... I think Christopher Bell is a better driver than Eric Jones by a lot. But now that he has the opportunity, can he seize that opportunity and take it above... Above and beyond. So at plus eighteen hundred, I uh, I'm gonna avoid that. I'm not gonna touch Christopher Bell. The next one I do like though, Alex Bowman, plus fifteen hundred in the forty-eight car. Alex Bowman won four races last year. Alex Bowman is on the best team in NASCAR right now. But people he overshadow him because Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and William Byron are on his same team. So he's looked at as kind of the fourth guy. The fourth the 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 guy nobody really talks about. But he's the guy winning races other than Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott. He has the, the track record. He has it. He just needs to translate that into playoff wins. He's going to get there. He's going to be a top eight in the standings driver. So at plus 1,500 odds, I have no problem throwing a couple, uh, couple shekels at Alex Bowman. Kevin Harvick's next. I can't believe his odds are at plus 1250. Okay, 1250 for Kevin Harvick. I know he had a down year last year, but this was a transition year for that 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 I team. Just a little bit. That team. Sorry about that. That team. We're talking beeper 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 one nine right there. That team, though, swear to God, they were literally not. Fo- they were focusing on getting ready for the switch to the new car. This year, they weren't going to throw a shit ton of resources. 
into the car last year. They had a bunch of young kids, Cole Custer, Chase Briscoe, okay, who we're not talking about winning championships. We might get to them in a, in a, in a race win down the road. Cole Custer won a race, okay, his rookie year, cool, whatever. Chase Briscoe didn't. He came close twice. Young, talented kids. This will be Eric Almirola's final season. We don't know who's going to jump in the 10 car. If it was up to me, I would hire Tyler Reddick tomorrow as quickly as I could. But now it's Kevin Harvick's time. Kevin Harvick said, okay, I'll take, let's, let's wait. Let's get ready for these cars. And not to mention, not to mention now, Bush Light is my favorite beer by a lot. Okay. I drink more Bush Light than probably any other substance created, right? It's amazing. And now his primary sponsor is Bush Light. Come on now. He's not my favorite driver, but he's definitely got my favorite uh, favorite sponsor. There is. So, for that reason, I want to root for Kevin Harvick all year as I'm drinking my Bush Light, as I'm watching these races. So, let's go back. We're kind of about at the halfway point here of the podcast. We're going to get into kind of the meat and potato guys here now um, of the Cup, Cup Series favorites. So, we're going to look at... Next up on the board, Joey Logano, plus 1,100. You just watched him win the Clash, which means maybe he's getting comfortable already in this new car, in this new system. My question is, what's the change going to be? Having a new teammate in Austin Sindrick. Is Ryan Bellini the focus of Penske? Who is going to run? But, but, Joey Logano just won a championship three years ago. Joey Logano is a short track maven. Joey Logano is a... Um, road course warrior Joey Logano is a top three uh, restrictor plate driver there's no reason he should be this far down in the odds so a plus 1100 is worth a flyer to me okay this is a guy I will bet on um, this year now Ryan Blaney is teammates next it makes sense that they're right next to each other plus a thousand okay a guy I like for Daytona a guy I like in the future is this the year he finally... He's done that, Christopher Belt. He's won more than a race a year now. He's doing it. He's getting there. He's winning these big races. He needs to get himself an intermediate track win. He needs to get another road course win with all the road courses on the schedule. He's proved he can. Now let's do it. Let's win three or four, okay? Let's win three or four races instead of just two. Let's get into the top four, top five, and work our way to the championship. Let's get to the championship. I don't think Ryan Blaney can necessarily win the championship this year. He is my favorite driver, another Ohio guy like I am, but I want to see him make it there. I want to see him get there because he can get there. He's great at Phoenix. If he gets there, he can win it. I just want to see if he can actually get there before I actually throw money on him to win a championship, okay? But I do love Ryan Blaney. I probably would prefer Logano at plus 1,100 versus Blaney at plus 1,000 um, if talking financially, but... I do think Blaney's ceiling is higher, where Logano's floor is is higher. I don't see Logano finishing outside the top eight. I don't see him. I see an easy path to, to Logano being a final eight driver. Okay, where Blaney, I could see a slip up like he's had in the past. Next up is Kyle Busch. We're at plus. Now we're under. Now we're under. Okay, under a thousand plus a thousand. Now we're getting into kind of okay. We got to make. Is it worth it now? Okay, so uh, say a twenty dollar, say a ten dollar bet. Now we're winning eighty bucks. Okay, say a twenty dollar bet. We're winning $150, $160. we are not in the value anymore. This isn't the Austin Cindric 
throw a couple bucks to win or throw five bucks, right? Plus 6,100, right? So let's 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 look at this. We gotta tighten this up, tighten up this ship. All right, we're looking at the M&Ms, Toyota of Kyle Busch. Down year last year, down year the year before that. But the year, I mean, we have not seen in two years championship level Kyle Busch. But I think that guy's still in there. I think that guy's still in there. And I think Toyota will be ready with this new car. I think his team is really, you know, figured it out. Chris Rebell in his second year. Truex, Hamlin, I think they're all tight now. They're tightly, everything's great with Gibbs, okay? The question is, who really is the Gibbs number one? Is it Kyle? I don't think it is. Is it Truex? Eh, I think it's Hamlin. So how are the resources going to be spread out? But now Hamlin now has his own team he's got to worry about. So is his focus all the way there? So is Truex the Gibbs guy? I don't know. Okay, but there's no way. And here's the big thing now. Here's the big one. Kyle Busch, practice is back. We have practice. We have qualifying. He's going to run his truck series. He's going to run his Xfinity series. He's going to max out both of them. Yes, he runs his own truck team. I get that. But Kyle Busch is the, at his best when he has practice time, on track time, I think this is amazing value at plus 900. Not considering that the last two seasons since COVID started, Kyle Busch has not been able to practice and gain that edge that he so, so badly needs to win races. It's back. People aren't considering that with these odds. Kyle Busch to win the NASCAR championship at plus 900 so far is the best value I've seen. And it might be the best value on the board, considering all the other factors. So let's keep working our way through this. Um, It's kind of fun because, you know, NASCAR is my favorite sport. I love seeing NASCAR. NASCAR coming back is is amazing, man. As much as I love football, I'm kind of glad it's over with, you know, having to watch Odell against the Bengals in the playoffs as, as a Cleveland fan was like, I don't know, almost torture, right? I did pick the Rams to win. They won outright. I did not. I bet the money line. I did not like the spread. Okay, Odell going down, I think, changed that game completely. Odell's been amazing this year. As, well, as a Ram, not as a Brown. Um, so, anyway, let's move on. We've talked Kyle Busch, plus 900. We're going to get to his teammates, Martin Truex Jr., plus 850. Another value play I like, okay, but he has started to tail off. He's been making the championship four, no problem. So we can kind of almost pencil him in there, right? So so getting this bet is one of those things where, okay, we got to the championship. If we don't feel comfortable there at the championship where he's good at, he's good at Phoenix, we can hedge it. We can hedge it if there's somebody else that we like better and we won't lose any money, right? However, if we win it, at plus 850, if you got 20 bucks on it, you know, you're sitting at it with a nice almost $200 payout, right? So all I got to say is let's let's really hardly consider these two guys, Kyle Busch and, and Martin Truex Jr., in comparison to, say, Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano, we know Toyota's been amazing. We know Toyota's track record has been unfucking believable So let's 
Let's ride that wave a little bit here with Truex and Kyle and take the value over a Hamlin potentially who still has the distraction of a new team and now a second car on a new team in a completely new car setup that now he has to learn and he has to make sure his guys learn. Okay, I'll take the value with the 850 and the 900 with Kyle and Truex versus Hamlet, who we'll get to later. Okay, so after those guys, William Byron, plus 750. This is too high. William Byron has won some races now in his career. He's put them under his belt. But how, just because he's Hendrick Motorsport, how is he ahead of a Kyle Busch and Truex former champions? I don't understand this. I get it. There's love for him. How is he this much higher than Alex? He's double the odds than Alex Bowman. What's going on? I, I get it. He drives a 24 car. It's a popular car. Everybody wants to have the 24 sticker and the T-shirt. But what has William Byron shown in a playoff setting on intermediate tracks to consistently show that he can be a championship-level driver versus just a playoff-level driver? Plus 750, I'm not touching. On top of the fact that his two teammates that we still haven't gotten to yet will be 110% top priority. Even though Jeff Gordon now is out of the booth, and maybe that's a factor that Jeff Gordon's out of the booth and now in Hendrick, and he's the co-owner, will be the owner once Rick um, passes or goes and moves on. But And maybe Gordon will have more hands in the 24 car. 